0: This episode of Irem Today is brought to you by Smart Coats, serving both residential and commercial clients across all of New England. Call 800-232-1851 or visit them online at smartcoats.com.
1: The program has been paid for by Greater Rhode Island Chapter 88 of the Institute of Real Estate Management. It is for entertainment and basic informational purposes only and is solely responsible for its content. It does not reflect the views of Cumulus Media, WPRV, its management, or staff. This is Irem Today, the property management show with Dina Cimarelli and Chrissy Denalian on AM790 WPRV. Join them now for this live call-in show to discuss property management issues and hear from guests from all trades and programs discussing your real estate needs. Now, here's Dina and Chrissy. All
0: right, all right ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Irem Today, the property management show here on AM790. It's Tuesday, May 15th, and Chrissy, the sunshine. China the clear. sun is
2: shining here, and it is very hot out, but I hear that very we're supposed hot. to get some hail and thunderstorms, lightning. It's supposed to be crazy, I guess, later on when we leave the show, or when I leave the show, Dina. I don't know yeah. about where you are right now.
0: I don't know. I'm just coming up on Foxboro, but that's where I am.
2: So we might see you in studio. We could. We, it, we,
0: right at the end. I will literally run in... I know we have an in-studio guest today. I can meet him and then jump in the car and go over to the Iron Awards dinner.
2: <laughs> Lucky us. Lucky yeah. us, Dina.
0: Lucky us. I feel like we're always, remember that movie with, with her name, uh, Sandra Bullock and Ben Affleck? They, they, just always, they, had, they were like in this hurricane. Oh, ca- the
2: lake house? Is that what you're no, talking about? No,
0: the one about? that they're literally in like a storm. It's called, I can't even think of the name of it, but I feel like this is us sometimes. Like we just can't get out of the storm.
2: I don't know what you're talking about. I'm going to have to Google it. All right, we'll Google it.
0: (laughs) Well, I am Dina Simrelli here, not in the studio today, with my fabulous co-host, Chrissy Janelian. And in case this is the first time you are tuning in, Iron Today is your live local radio show here every Tuesday from 4 to 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, we do know that there are a lot of these syndicated programs here on this radio station, however...
2: We're not one of them.
0: So what does that mean, Chris? So that
2: means that if you have any questions, you can give us a call here. If you want to know about the traffic in Foxborough, if you want to know (laughs) how how cold it is in the studio that Maya has her jacket on, uh, you can give us a call. Apparently she's freezing over here. But uh, you can give us a call in the studio if you have any questions uh, for us or our guest, Gregory Thompson from the Women's Resource Center. Uh, our phone number here, 401 or 888-345-0790. And I got that movie, Forces of Nature.
0: Forces of Nature, that's it. There you go. I can't Google and drive. I'm
2: a I, I'm a problem I, solver.
0: <laughs> yes, you are. I knew it was like, four, yeah, they, they, are, they cannot get...
2: On There's the same two, page.
0: It's just in the, the storms, yes, yeah, everything is.
2: It's okay, Dina. We make yeah. it through.
0: We It's do. fine. We we somehow do. Ironically, I don't understand it. How was your? Okay. How is
2: your wonderful weekend? I
0: had a great weekend. It was my daughter's eighth birthday party. Ooh!
2: Did so, Taylor Swift come out? Show up? <laughs>
0: Taylor Swift did not. However, Taylor Swift concert tickets did appear. Wow!
2: So, what a great yeah, mom.
0: Yeah, you know, I got Mama the Yarrow board. I gave her this giant plastic, like, bag, like, gift bag. Like one of those, like, plastic, like, sacks. And in it, I put 10 bags of, like, shredded paper, and, you know, for, like, filler. And then I put in tissue paper. And then in there, I, I wrapped the tickets inside 10 pink lunch bags. So I put the tickets in one bag, rolled it up. And put that in another bag, rolled it up, taped every single one of them. I tortured her to open this present. She had no idea there was concert tickets So
2: much there. for that Mom of the Year award you were yeah, just no. talking she, about. Look at the
0: video. She's like, Mom, are you <sighs> kidding me? Is there even anything in this bag, oh. uh, in this envelope? And I'm like, keep working for it, kid. You'll be fine. Oh. Yeah, so she had a great time. We had the Aerotripleen Park. She had all of her little buddies there. And then, of course, because Daniela's party has to keep going, all weekends long, we then hosted a sleepover for a few of her select friends that slept over and woke up with me on Mother's Day at a house full of girls.
2: And my <laughs> Happy Mother's like, Day. I'm
0: here. My son's like, I'm out of here. I want nothing to do with yep. this house. I'm going to sleep with my grandfather. Yep. <laughs> That's what happened. So, what'd you do this weekend? How
2: was yours? Uh, I I had a very busy weekend. Um, I just was bebopping all around. On Saturday, went up to Seaport, hung out over there, which we're gonna talk about probably later. Uh, the Seaport District and how up and coming it is, or already it's it's already here. Uh, yeah. and there's an event that we're actually gonna be he- holding for Iram in yeah. the seaport district uh in june so we can I talk about that a little later in the show but uh yeah i hung out in sea- seaport on saturday um what did i do on S- oh sunday was mother's day yeah so that was yeah. that was all all nancy all day we had a lot of fun and uh friday i i went to there was like a little brewery i guess in warwick proclamation have you been there
0: no i haven't heard of that one either yeah so
2: i guess it's a warehouse it's kind of like set up behind uh ironworks tavern and uh it's it's a kind of a big place they had a food truck there too so um lots 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 of go lots going on this weekend i guess it's it yeah, all like over the it. place i
0: like
2: it yeah so um so, go ahead sorry i was
0: saying no i was I was going to go back to our show. Oh,
2: you know, let's just talk about what we did.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And so for our listeners, in case you were tuning in for the first time and you were wondering what IRAM is, what it stands for, IRAM stands for the Institute of Real Estate Management, the most professional group in the world for managing real estate.
2: Yes, and locally we are the Greater Rhode Island chapter. And another thing you might be wondering is, what does IRAM do? Well, the Greater Rhode Island chapter was established in 1977, which is ironic because the Women's Resource Center was established in 1977. So yeah, we both have—we both have our 41st anniversary this year, and that might be even one of the reasons that there are charity this year. So um, I did want to welcome Gregory Thom- Thompson to the show here. Hello. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you coming in early and discussing with me a few
1: things. (laughs) My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Great opportunity.
2: Great, thank you. Mm -hmm. Uh, So IRAM is an international force of over 20,000 individuals united to advance the profession of real estate management. So through training, professional Mm -hmm. development, and collaboration, We support our members and others in the industry through every stage of their career. So even if you're, uh, let's say, you're a property manager and you're interested in receiving a designation, so that way you can be recognized as a professional property manager, we actually offer two designations. The first being the ARM, which, Dina, what does that stand for?
0: That's the Accredited Residential Manager, which you carry that designation.
2: I do, and there will be actually, uh, for our awards night tonight, which we will talk about, um there will be an uh, ARM of the week, of the year too. So along with these de- designations they'll be giving away uh some awards too. So our second I think it's you. I I, 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 think I don't I don't think so. We got volunteer of the year last year. Um and I think that's that, that was my peak. That's when that's I peaked too with Ireland. <laughs> Never
0: get recognized again.
2: <laughs> and then we also also offer the Distinguished CPM which stands for what? The
0: Certified Property Manager. Yes, and that which is, is it's pretty like, much equivalent to what Jack Benz, our honorary co host that will be back uh, next week and the week thereafter, refers to pretty much as an equivalent degree that you would receive from Brown University. Yes. That's some pretty big shoes to like fill. Like that's a that's a big deal.
2: Yes. And and Jack will be back next week. So yeah. we'll be looking forward to that. And if you have any questions about getting getting a CPM or an ARM, you can uh, give Karen a call. I know we we haven't really talked too much about Karen, but Karen is our association executive, and she can kind of get you in touch with the right people to, uh, or you can go right on our website and fill out any forms as far as uh, the scholarship goes for obtaining those designations. And if you wanted to give Karen Cuddle a call, her phone number is 401-479-7734. And uh, we actually have to take a quick break now, Dina. Oh
0: boy, we didn't even get to talk about the scholarship.
2: No, we didn't. We didn't. But we talked about our weekend. So we about our weekend I guess easily. that's fine. <laughs> uh, so we'll be. We're We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Irem today, the Property Management Show.
1: Now back to Irum Today, the property management show with your hosts, Dina Semirelli and Chrissy Denalian on AM 790, your station for talk and business.
2: All right. It is 417 here on Irum Today, the property management show. I'm Chrissy Denalian, along with my fabulous car, car seat wearing uh, co-host, Dina Semirelli. We're, yeah. we're live here in the studio every Tuesday from 4 to 5 p.m. How are you doing over there, Dina? Making your way?
0: I'm making my way. You're mm. in progress.
2: Yeah, work in progress. So <laughs> we also have uh, the development director of the Women's Resource Center here, Gregory Thompson. Thank you again for coming in. My pleasure. How Thank you are you?
1: For me. I'm doing well. Yourself?
2: Good. Good. So uh, first off, I, we've talked a little bit. I mean, actually, we talked probably week after week here in studio about the Women's Resource Center being the charity yeah. of the year. Uh, could you tell us a little bit about? The Women's Resource Center and the background behind it.
1: Sure. Well, like you mentioned, the Re- the Women's Resource Center uh, did start in 1977. Uh, we are the we are leading domestic violence prevention through the empowerment of invi- individuals in the community uh, by providing advocacy, education, and support services. Each year, we help women, men, children, families, and the, edel- and the elderly. Excuse me, to obtain free services they need to secure their physical, mental, emotional, and financial safety from domestic from domestic violence.
2: Yes, great. So, so um, in what ways can you know? I know that I know what Iram, IRAM is doing. Uh, we're planning on painting a mural for the children's room in the Women's Resource Center. What are the ways can Iram members help? What other ways can the public help? To assist these 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 people
1: well, due to the confidentiality and the and the uh privacy of the organization, we don't have very many uh volunteer opportunities. However, there are still ways that that people can be involved with the women's resource center. One of our largest ways is the give back programs that we have, so for instance. Old cell phones that are probably sitting in that good old junk drawer in everyone's house. Um, those cell phones you could donate to the Women's Resource Center. We take those and we turn those into emergency phones for clients. As you can imagine, a lot of times uh, the the victims of domestic violence they're either you know leaving at the at at a moment's notice or. They, they know they can't use their phone because their phone is probably tracked or GPSed or whatever the case may be. So we turn those old phones into their safety phones. So that's one way you can give back. You can also donate towels, linens, um, and household goods for our shelter and our transitional homes, because a lot of times again, when people are living leaving at at a moment's notice they're they're leaving with nothing, so we want to make sure when they do get to that shelter or when they do uh, make their way throughout the shelter and into their transitional homes that we make sure that everything is just like it would be at 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 home, so they don't have to worry about anything they can just worry about getting their their life back on track and and um, really enjoying the safety that they're in.
2: Wow. What about, like, clothing or anything like that? Is there is there anything can, can I, I don't know, there's always, you see the clothing drop-off centers everywhere and everything, but um, is there a way that we can give Clothing, or does it have to be new? Do these linens have to be new?
1: Um, the the linens can be gently used. Uh, as for clothing, right now we don't have the the space, unfortunately, for, for clothing. We would love to be able to take it, but for right now we can't. Um, hopefully, within the next year, we'll we'll have that program up and running where we, where we can accept clothing. Um, but for linens, towels, um, sheets, pillowcases. Even pillows, that's, you'd be surprised. We, we really like to give people their own pillow when they do leave our shelter. So they, you know, that's a piece of it, kind it, of it's homey there. and right. yeah. So we, right. we do like to give everyone a pillow, but it can be gently used. We'd like it to be, if it could be new, if you, if you have the capability to give new, we greatly appreciate it, but gently used is fine as well.
0: Hmm. I have a question. Sure, Greg, Greg how, how many p- women would you say are in the shelter at one time? And is that both? women and children, and then from there, can you kind of tell me a little bit about, you know, you just mentioned, you know, transitioning, you know, the transition houses. Are those yours that you run, or you help them getting to a living facility on their own? How does that work?
1: Okay, well, for the first part of your question, how many um, women, we, we actually service? men, women, and children, but our, our men are in a different shelter. Um, the women and children do stay in the same shelter, and it, it's tough to say. How many would be in at a time? But to give you an idea, last year, 2017, we had, uh, we provided 10,384 services in just Newport and Bristol County. Wow. That, that is um, for 1,334 people. So there's a lot of services that go through. So the shelter, it's it's unfortunate that we don't always have openings because, you know, it, at any given time it could be full and it could, if it, given time it could be empty but it's really hard to say how many have come through um as for the 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 second portion of your your question the transitional housing so when when people come into our shelter when the clients do come into our shelter we immediately start with a safety plan that safety plan then turns into a financial plan and we try and help them as much as we can to to keep their life as normal and as regular as a as it has been. Um, for some people who come in to the shelter, they could still go to work or they could still go to school. That's not where the, the abuse was taking place. So if that's the case, then we continue to help them with that. And after they have um, really got their feet back on the ground and that, and that foundation is set, then we move them into our transitional homes if that's what the next case what the next scenario would be so mostly people who don't have family or going back to their home isn't the the safest option we'll move them into into transitional housing and those transition transitional housing we run but it it is given to us through through a government grant do
2: you you know how many like transitional homes there are
1: currently the Women's Resource Center has 10 transitional homes Um, we, so does
2: that house many women? Is it like one, family it's, house
1: it's, it's one family per house. It's one family per house. Yes. So it's it's um, you know it's it's a it's a great great addition to have in our women's resource arsenal. But what we we really need help with uh, is trying to furnish that. As you see, as as you can imagine, mm-hmm. we want these. We want our clients to come into a situation where they're not having to worry. Like, wow, okay, I I got through. The abuse. Uh, I've made it through the shelter. I've got my 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 family starting to see some normalcy, and then we don't want them to move into a uh, transitional home and then have to worry about. Oh my goodness, how am I going to furnish this two bedroom apartment? Mm-hmm. Or and, yeah. So we we like to make sure that we can through you know great donors and and organizations such as Iram that we could furnish as much as possible. So that's why the linens. That's why any donations.
2: So with the furniture, I I mean, being in the property management industry is what I do. So Mm -hmm. um, with the furniture donations, I I mean, those could be used. That can be be what what about like, I mean, pairing. I'm just kind of thinking here. What about pairing with apartment complexes? You know, because a lot of times apartment complexes, I mean, I always have people that are moving out. They have a they have a couch, they have chairs, they have a dining room table that they're trying to get rid of. They want to know where you know they're just putting it by the dumpster honestly they're just they're just throwing it away so i mean i feel like especially through iram we could do some kind of cross effort here to help out um um, i mean i'm sure that i mean that i'm just talking about my property itself and i know that i mean we the company that i work for uh definitely owns a lot of different properties and i know that uh all the people that are in Iram too, I'm sure that they can find ways to help. I mean, that's the one last thing for us to clean up on our property, honestly, <laughs> and it would be beneficial for both parties.
1: That that is a wonderful, wonderful idea. Um, it's something that I'm sure that we would be more than willing to yeah. to partner with. The main thing would be for us because we have to. We are a nonprofit. We really do have to watch our donor dollars. So it would be storage. Um, a lot of times. Uh, I don't I don't want you to to call and say, Greg, you know what? We have you know four dining room sets and three bedroom yeah. sets, and then I'm like, oh no, we, we you know, I can't get there right. to put it in storage. if if there's a way that we could work with storage and yeah and you could hold on to it until we you know can get out there or right. you could help us transport. I, I see no yeah. problem with that. but that would be a great partnership, I would love. yeah, to, to I, I mean, I feel like more. there's
2: definitely a lot of IRA members that can also help with this. I mean, there's a lot of different organizations that are involved in IRA. Um, both on the property management side and on a vendor side that could uh, maybe facilitate something like across. I mean, I know what we talk about you being the charity and helping out as far as the mural, but I feel like this is a win-win for both parties. I agree. I so, agree.
0: Um, we should definitely talk to Karen about that and see if we can do it. Well, Carrie, first of all, I probably get approved by the board and then have Karen send out an email to all the management companies, the right. industry partners. A nice big blast.
2: Yeah, I think that would be great. I mean, I, I really think it would Greg, be You're
0: going to have more, more furniture. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> you know, smile with me. It's smile with me, and I'm sure our clients will be very happy as oh, well. Boy.
0: You know, Chrissy, I don't know what's going on for time. I had a, another question. Can I sure. ask you? Yeah, right we got now? three minutes. You're good. All right. So, I, and I'm trying to figure out the best way to word this. So, you have men, women, you know, and, and their children. They come into your, your facility, and you work with them to get them safe, to get them back on their feet to live in a life that has some sort of normalcy. What happens if they go back out into the world? And I don't know if you'd call it a relapse, like if you were in an addiction situation, but what happens if they go out and they can't help but love who they love, their heart wants what it wants, and they go back into an unsafe situation, and then they find themselves back in the shelter again? Is that something that you see often? Is that something that you allow? Or Is it, you know, once we help you, you Kind of can't come back. I, I don't. I don't know. I'm just. I'm curious as to how that all works.
1: Sure. Well, there's no judgment. It, it happens. Yeah. It happens more often than than people may think. Um, yeah. Just like you were saying, your heart is your heart. You know, you're gonna. Uh, there are some people who, who feel like, you know what, I, I got everything that I need. I I know the signs to look out for. I'll be fine this time. And and they realize that you know, it it didn't actually help or. Um, they find themselves in the same situation and when they come back they come back they're just you know just a a client coming back or if we look at it as here's a new case let's go ahead let's get you through this and you know let's let's see if we can get you out of that situation so that's that's our main focus we're not going to really focus on you know they they keep coming back and oh this person's been back five times it's not our concern our concern is making sure that we we get that person to safety.
0: Mm. Oh, that's
2: great. Is there a time limit with the transitional ho- housing? Like, is there, you once you're in the transitional ho- housing, does it run up at a certain point? We, you, you work with people, I'm, I'm assuming, that will have the best success rate for the people that are involved, I'm assuming.
1: Right. So we, we generally go, it is is a, you know, a month-to-month lease. So it's, it's really there to help the person get really on their feet. Mm-hmm. If, um, you know, if we have to work with you to you, until you can get up enough of your finances to, to find a, a new um, to find a new home and to, to have your permanent home, then that's what we'll do. Yeah. If it's, you know, you have to be in here until, you know, your job is all settled and, and you're back to work or things along that nature, then that's what we'll help out with. And that's what, how long you can be in that
2: home. Yeah. I, I think this is all very interesting stuff and I can't wait to get into more of it. We do have to take a quick break dina so i'm i'm sorry i know that you'll have more questions when we come back
0: yes it's already brewing in my mind (laughs) so (laughs) we'll
2: be right back right after this you're listening to iram today the property management show now back
1: to Irem Today, the property management show with your hosts, Dina Cimarelli and Chrissy Danalian on AM 790, your station for talk and business.
2: All right. It is 434 here on Irem Today, the property management show. I'm Chrissy Danalian along with my co-host, Dina Cimarelli, and we're live here in the studio every Tuesday from 4 to 5 p.m.
0: Dina, you still with me? I am still with you. And you know what? I'm getting a little bit closer. Oh. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I I think I might stop home and freshen up. Oh my for, god,
2: Dina! For two and a half hours. No, that's fine. I'll bed. change in the studio, Dina. And you, but you go home and you freshen like, up. I'll still be here. You yeah, freshen I'm up. Not no, up, go ahead, Dina. You I you get nice you and clean. Take a nice. shower. Relax. <laughs> a little bubble bath, and then come on in, <laughs> Dina.
0: God, you're so angry. Oh, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> <I hate her. laughs>
2: We also have Gregory Thompson, who is the development director of the Women's Resource Center here in studio. We are picking his brain left and right here. Uh, yes. Thirty questions over here, twenty questions. Um, so, Dina, I know that you probably uh, have something written down already. You're because I know that <laughs> you have it. You have more questions probably, but and I have a couple of things too. But we can start off with you. With me? Yeah, with you. I agree.
0: Why don't we do this? Because I was thinking about this at break because I know that you and I both have questions and we both get on tangents and do all that. Why don't we talk a little? I'm, I'm interested in the, was it the wall, the giving wall? Is that the correct The title? pathway to
1: hope. The pathway oh, to hope.
0: There you go. I'm sorry. I don't have anything okay. <laughs> in That's okay. You're good. It's window. fine. So why don't we see what Greg, you know, let's let him talk a little bit before we his thunder, and then we'll hit him with the question okay, sounds great
1: <laughs> well, thank you, thank you very much for that um well, we have a few different initiatives the one of the largest um initiatives with with IRAM is the the wall mural that we are that we are incorporating in our warren office um IRAM is actually helping us out with our children who witness program and counseling room. it's one of our most use rooms, unfortunately, because a lot of the children who are in these uh, domestic violence situations, either they're the ones being abused or they're the ones witnessing this abuse uh A lot of times people think that once these these children are out of that situation that the the memory of the abuse is gone when it's so far from the truth so what uh we wanted to do, and what um Carrie Carvino has been helping us with is helping us to to make that room a little more lively uh the the building has has been aged and the room really really could use some some brightening up um it does what it needs to do it it helps that child to open up but um we felt that you know creating that that mural that pathway to hope on on this wall and 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 um really giving some love to this children who witness room w- would be a great way to to help give back and and actually help out a lot of children who will be, who can familiarize themselves with different toys or different things that are going to help them to open up and and talk about the the situations that are going on. Um, the the other the pathway to hope, actually, also corresponds with the initiative initiative that we have, which is in our Newport office, where. Is our drop-in our drop-in center on One Fourteen Turo Street is surrounded by bricks of encouragement. Uh, when a domestic violence victim is walking into that drop-in center for the first time, they walk through that that pathway of hope. They see all the messages that people have uh, left in the forty-plus years that we've been open, and they see the words of encouragement. They see the the businesses. They see the families that are behind them, and it just gives that that client that extra boost, that extra. That extra good feeling of knowing that there are other people out there who have either been through it or have witnessed it or are just there to support them, so we are doing that pathway of hope initiative in course, in in um correspondence with the the pathway of hope wall mural to to kind of bring both things together and for the Newport pathway to hope the bricks we are doing a fundraiser where a, uh, you could purchase a brick for one hundred dollars you'll have um you'll have three lines of messaging that you could put onto that brick and then on July 26th we'll be doing an unveiling in Newport of all of the bricks that um, have been purchased in this this initiative from May 1st through June 30th
2: great how do they how would they go about donating or how it like who do they reach out to is there a phone number sure. online how all do we right. do with this
1: so if you like to go online at our website www.wrcnbc.org. Uh, you could go, as soon as you click on there, one of the first things that you'll see is to to purchase a brick. You can go right there. That'll send you right to the link, and uh, it'll run you right through that process. Or you could contact me at um, my email, Thompson at org, and I'll walk you through it. Or give me a call at 401-236-8352, and we can walk through it as well.
2: Great. It, yeah. yeah. I know that uh, Irem itself, we are still looking for an artist or artists. To come up with an idea for the mural for the wall, uh, we've I'm involved with the um, oh my gosh the young professionals group with, through IRAM, and we've been hitting up some local colleges even okay. to ask them if there's local artists artists that are interested in in contributing to the mural. So uh, we are still looking for some local artists. If uh, anybody does have any information for anybody that that would be interested in doing that, they can uh, give. Karen, probably, a call. Karen Cuddle, a call okay. at 401-479-7734. It's a tough task. It yeah. is. It, it, I know. Well, it, you it, you know, it, it's got to fit with everybody, too. Right. You know, children are a little finicky on what they like. Right. So uh, it's got to be, you know, something that they'll open up and share and, and feel comfortable enough being in there. So. Right. Uh, also, I I mean, through the website, what we were just talking about, I think that it's very informative. Uh, The website itself, I know that even on here, it's giving, you know, you can click through, you can kind of see a checklist of items to take when leaving an abusive situation. And when we were talking during break, I know that you said that, you know, a lot of people think of uh, an abusive situation more as a physical abusive situation. But there are many other types of abuse that uh, you can go to the Women's Resource Center for, and, and what, what kinds of things would some, that be?
1: Some of the different um, abuse styles that you'll see, um, you're you're not always going to see a person walking by with a black eye or a broken arm and say, oh, there's a domestic violence uh, uh, survivor. So there could be someone who's suffering domestic abuse through finances. It could be through isolation. It could be physical, uh, excuse me, it could be mental. It could be psychological. It's it's all about power Mm -hmm. so that that abuser is looking to control as much as they possibly can so it could be you know let's move let's move away from your family because of my job opportunity and you know you're you're just thinking that you're just making this simple move when this abuser is actually creating their their power structure right there and um before you know it, they don't like the friends that you're talking mm-hmm. to and they isolating want you. To stay you. Away. Exactly. Yep. And they're, yep. they're pulling you away from there. And, you know, I don't want you to have to worry about the bills. So let's, um let's just put the money into my account and I'll just pay bills out of there since my account is already uh, formatted for, you know, direct deposit or whatever the case right. may be. So they're, they're slowly taking your money away and then they're making you feel that, you know, you're, you're, you're not going to be or you can't be as good as you are without them and it's just all about power all about control and you know this person usually is doing this without putting a single hand on you so you you never you never will see anything you'll never see any bruising and you know the abusee, the the victim is you know it's going through life just thinking that oh, yeah everyone's going through this everyone right. does this and it's not the case at all
2: yeah, it seems like you have a no- lot of knowledge about this. How long have you been with the w- Women's Resource Center?
1: I have been with the Women's Resource Center for about 10 months. I'll be there for my first year in July. Um, the the my Most of my knowledge, outside of learning from, from a great team over at Women's Resource Center, um, unfortunately, I'm a child who witnessed domestic violence. For the first uh, 17 years of my life, I've witnessed my mother go through situation after situation uh, of domestic violence. So unfortunately That's for her unfortunate, oh, yeah. Thank you. and mm-hmm.
2: unfortunate for you too so, you know unfortunately maybe, for i'm sorry yeah maybe you could you <laughs> could tell us what to do for that room too being being in, <laughs> and you, give know, you a little uh, yeah a little, uh, a little knowledge of, yeah
1: you know my my kids now are are four and i have a set of two-year-old twins and i uh, excuse me a set of three-year-old twins that just turned three and uh yeah, they're all about Peppa Pig and <laughs> everybody's and Peppa Pig. <laughs> I feel like all
2: oh, Peppa Pig.
1: I don't know if a fourteen. And the dogs.
2: What are the dogs like? Rescue dogs or oh, what are they? Called? I
1: don't know. The Something like. pugs. I think. Paw Patrol. I, yeah. Paw, Patrol. Paw Patrol. That's oh, it. Yeah. That's oh, yes. yeah, yes, big in the house. Dina, too.
2: I knew I could rely on you for that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but I don't know if a fourteen-year-old wants to sit around like right. you know Chase and Marshall as well as uh, yeah. Peppa and George all day. Yep. So,
2: yeah. 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 So that's great. Uh, Dina, we have just like a couple of minutes. Did you have any other questions for Greg?
0: Yeah, I guess mine was more like on the, I don't know if you call it, like on the legal side, the legal aspect. So you have a person who comes in and they have witnessed some, you know, they've gone through some type of abuse. Let's just say it's physical and there was cops involved and I don't know. I'm just building a scenario. The, the victim, man, woman, whatever, is taken out of a home and somehow they end up at the shelter. What, what happens when they need to go through, like, court proceedings and, you know, um, what's that called, a, a restraining order? Like, do you get involved with with that side of it? And then also do you help alleviate any of the costs? Like, if it gets to the point where just the abuser needs to be charged and, you know, the abusee needs representation legally, do you guys get involved in that at all?
1: It's a wonderful question. Um, we are involved from the moment that the victim says that they are a victim. So, uh, our law enforcement advocate is there if, if at all possible, when the initial arrest is going is going down. If it's if it's if we're able to be there, we're there. Um, once that law enforcement advocate will then contact our crisis coordinator. Um, our crisis coordinator will then put that person. Usually, you know, most of these events happen during the evening, so, or early morning, and then when we open at 8.30, you know, they're they're put in contact with our court advocate. Our court advocate is there to meet with that victim um, first in the drop-in center, and then at court, they'll guide them through the complete uh, court process, you know, that restraining order, those no-contact orders, um, actually help them with planning, safety planning. Um, the crisis coordinator uh, will, will help out with there as well. Our law enforcement advocate will keep up with them, check in with them. You could always come in, ask questions whenever there's a procedure or a process or, or something that you're not familiar with, our court advocates are right there to, to help out. Um, we have a...
0: Wonderful. All yeah, of these
1: great. services are free and confidential with the Women's Resource great. Center. That's why it's so well, important that we do our fundraising. Yeah,
2: and I know that you have to go, Greg, so um, I did want to thank you again for coming in, sharing your information. If anybody wanted to reach out to you or the Women's Resource Center, how can they go about doing that before we go to break?
1: Go our uh, www.wrcnbc.org, or you can can call us at 401-846-5263.
2: and thank you again for coming in i really appreciate Thanks you being Brad, early nice meeting you. No, and when we come thank back you. we're going to talk a little bit about the events that are going on through iram today uh through iram so you're listening to iram today the property management show we'll be right back after this now back to
1: iram today the property management show with your hosts dina Semarelli and chrissy denalian on am 790 your station for talk and business
2: all right, it is four forty eight here on IRM Today, the property management show. I'm Christine Alien, all alone in the studio, but I do oh my have my co-host, <laughs> Dina Simarelli, and she is in her car. And we're here on, on the radio every Tuesday from four to five PM.
0: Usually together in the studio.
2: Normally. Though. Normally yeah. we're like beep popping inside yeah. the studio over here. But uh, you're almost home, I'm sure. Yeah, like
0: literally almost home.
2: (laughs) And uh, what we wanted to talk about, we have kind of our our big awards night dinner is tonight. So Dina's going to get all prepped and ready. And I'm going to change here in the studio. I'm sorry, Maya, it's going to happen, but... Hopefully,
0: well, hopefully Don doesn't walk car. in
2: on me in the middle of me changing. No, I'm kidding. I'm going to go. I'm going to change in a proper place. I the door. I'm um, going to change in a proper place. But uh, tonight we have our awards night dinner. It's at Madeira Restaurant in East Providence. And it's from 530 to 9. And I know that everybody's probably already paid and ready and going already. But if for some reason you didn't register for this event and you want to go because, you know what, you miss... Talking with me and Dina, or listening to us every week, uh, you can give Karen a call at 401 479 7734. So that's kind of our, our big event that's happening tonight. It's a once a year. Dina? It is. It is. It is. Once a year. Yes. And last year, I mean, we had a life, I'm assuming it's probably the same awards this year. We had the Lifetime Award, uh, Industry Innovator, ARM oh, Award, yeah. CPM Award friend award. Um, and then there's, you know, volunteer award, AMO awards. And, uh, then they usually do the, the induction for any upcoming ARMs and CPMs. And I know, as I know that you're going to be surprised with this Dina, but uh, there's a couple of discerned people that are going to get inducted tonight as well.
0: Oh my God. I cannot wait to witness this. It's like I've never seen it happen.
2: I know. It just happens <laughs> at every single function, I feel like, but it's good. Hey,
0: Christine, I'm just throwing it out there. We received an email last week that came out. Um, do you know where I'm going with this? No, I don't. Uh, there's a new CPM track that's, that oh. I believe is starting.
2: Yes. Um. I can, like, I don't have it in front of me. You jump on that? Uh, oh, am I going to jump on it? Yeah. I know. I saw that that came out in an email, but I did not sign up for it. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm I'm really dragging my feet. I got a lot. I mean, I got a lot. I'm wearing a lot of hats right now, Dina. It's it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. Okay.
0: Okay. I just was I like, got a lot going it, on. It, it came out, and I said, "Oh my God, she has to. She needs to do it." I'm like, surprised I didn't get to it. Get the degree from Brown and <laughs> <just>
2: do it. <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't get it forwarded to me over here.
0: I know. You know what? I'm surprised I didn't vote with you either. For my prima
2: dina. Prima (laughs) dina didn't send it to me. But, uh, yeah. What other
0: events we have coming up? you have stuff in front of you?
2: Yes, I do. We have the Rhode Island Housing Workshop, which is next Wednesday. It's May 23rd. And it's from 830 to 1130 a.m. It's at Sparrows Point in Warwick. And uh, registration actually closes uh, on the 18th, which I think I believe is Friday, right? Mm -hmm. And then we also have, I mean, I've been hyping this up. Uh, we have the young, prof- the first Young Professionals event, the Iron Young Professionals event, and this is going to be held at Battlegrounds in Lincoln. It's on Wednesday that night, Wednesday, May 23rd from 5.30 to 8 p.m. There's going to be pizza, laser tag. Admission is only $10. I don't think that you can even go to Battlegrounds for $10 and play laser tag or eat pizza. So, so um, it's a great event. We are looking for uh, some younger members, but even our, our older members can go. Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, we want definitely people to show up for this event show your support Uh, we do have I think there's only actually two student members that have joined our chapter right now so we are looking for student memberships as well and this is a great uh, event to introduce yourself to network and to be a part of so uh, that's something that's near and dear to my heart because I'm part of the committee yeah Do you have
0: any idea on attendance right now
2: uh, right now, as for, from what I've heard, it's 17 people. Oh,
0: that's so not bad.
2: We need a, a few more people. Uh, even if you are currently an IRA member, uh, I do encourage you to uh, join this. This is going to be our first event. We'd love to see you there supporting other IRA members and telling maybe a little bit about how you got started in, in, in the industry. Uh, the property management normally isn't something that people major in or go to school for, or, you know, wake up one day and say, I want to be in property management. It's usually like kind of falls into your lap somehow, or, you know, somebody or, you know what, your friend owns a duplex and they're, they're out of state and they want you to watch over and make sure everything's going all right with it. Or maybe maybe you're a theater major and you're like, mm, I don't really know, <laughs> I don't really know what I'm gonna do with this theater major, but uh, I I know I can talk and to look, people and look where it landed. <laughs> I know I I can talk to people, so uh, you know, and, and it's anybody with any kind of background. So it could be people. I know that there are definitely people that have started off in teaching, and you know what, it's it's a lot like babysitting. So <laughs> why not <laughs> uh, <laughs> get, get involved in it? I always say that it's. Um, it's babysitting but it's it's good every day is different in, in and it's i don't know i i have so many stories that i wish you i could share but <laughs> dina knows a lot of these stories but um if you come to an event i'll share a story with you rather Do than that. a sip of my diet soda i'll share a story with you a crazy story it's worth it right
0: there it is I mean, why wouldn't they
2: and then um, I know that, Dina, you, you were talking about this because you are an industry partner. And um, our next kind of big event, which is the Northeast Regional Networking Event, which yeah. I alluded to a little bit at the beginning of the show in Seaport, this is June 21st. So could you tell us a little bit about this event?
0: Yeah. So the Regional Networking Event is um, a time where local regions, uh, IRM chapters come together. We're going to have Rhode Island, Connecticut, Mass, some in New Hampshire. Um, everybody gets together. We have this one giant networking event. It's um, going to be held at, uh, in Boston, the Seaport District. I know you can go online and register. I just think it's a great way to meet other property management companies, other industry partners, um, see what other chapters are doing as far as their boards and their committees and maybe how they're, if, you know, maybe how they're you know, holding up, um, how they're spearheading their membership committee or their marketing committee. What efforts are they doing? Maybe they can learn from us. We can learn from them. Um, It's just great to always, you know, even, again, you know, we primarily work in Rhode Island, and it'd be nice to know some other industry partners that are in Massachusetts because, again, a lot of these management companies have portfolios of properties all throughout New England, Rhode Island, Mass., Connecticut, and it'd be nice to be able to say, oh, you have a Massachusetts property? Hey, I know this disaster restoration company um, or, you know, XYZ company. So it's just kind of nice to really just get to meet everybody and see everybody. Um, and I just think it's great when, again, that show we have in September, same thing, the tri-state, Rhode Island, Mass, and Connecticut, and everybody just comes together. So right. it's a great way to get out, meet other property management companies, other states, yeah. other partners, industry partners, and just yeah. enjoy yourself at the same time.
2: And if you're interested in becoming an industry partner, I know, Dina, you're part of the committee, right, for for that Yeah. To try to gain industry partners in the field. So, I mean, we are always looking for new people to uh, join. And even if, you know, you want to kind of give back, I know a lot of the industry partners kind of put on little, uh, what is it called, educationals for our members. Uh, So if you are interested in becoming an industry partner, you could reach out to Dina, you could reach out to Karen Cuddle, and I'm sure that they could put you on the right track.
0: Yeah, it's a very easy application. There's two, pretty much two membership types, like Gold and, and Platinum. It's a very, very low annual fee that gives you so much benefit that it, it pays for itself almost instantly at your first networking event. It yeah. really does. Um, but, yes, it's, it's very easy to become an industry yeah. partner.
2: And we actually have two more events, and we only have a couple of minutes, so I did want to talk about both of those because these are probably the most well-attended events that we uh, do here at Iram. and that is our 11th annual golf tournament and it's going to be held at Pawtucket Country Club again this year this will be held on June I don't have it up here uh, I think it's June oh geez 11th June 11th. hold on June fifth. June fifth. It's yeah. gonna be held on June 5th and uh, paid in full for early bird foursome has expired. So uh it is seven hundred dollars for a foursome, one hundred and sixty-five dollars for an individual golfer, or fifty dollars for dinner only. That's a great event, it's so much fun. Even if you don't golf and you wanna be part of it, it's sponsor a whole, you should. Uh and then we also have our clam bake meeting, which is gonna be in late June, June twenty-seventh at Bonnet Shores Beach Club, and that's gonna be a a really fun time too. Um and I'm sorry, Dina. I don't, I mean, we're running out of time here.
0: I hear thunder.
2: I hear thunder. But you I can hear people. No, I don't. I'm a i don't. Kid. But if you're interested in anything that we went over today, from designations to becoming an industry partner, you can give Karen a call at 401 479 7734. If you've missed any part of the pro- program, you can subscribe to us on iTunes by searching for IRAM today, or you can listen to the podcast on our website at iramri.org. Um, And also, I wanted to thank, once again, Gregory Thompson from the Women's Resource Center. If you would like to go on their website, their website is wrcnbc.org. So I guess that will do for today. Uh, Next week, we have Barbara Fields from Rhode Island Housing coming on. And Dean is going to be in studio. I will. How about that? Great. I'll see you next week. I'll see you soon.
0: Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This episode of Irem Today is brought to you by Smart Coats, serving both residential and commercial clients across all of New England. Call 800-232-1851 or visit them online at smartcoats.com.